Well, grace, peace, and mercy to all of you this day. Thank you for joining me for another midweek devotion here on our YouTube channel. I'm glad to, to be with you and to share this time with you as we gather around one of Paul's letters, the letter to the Galatians. We're going to be in chapter 5, sharing verses 13 and 14 together today. So if you want to grab your Bibles, go right ahead. Once again, Galatians 5, verses 13 through 14. If you don't have access to a Bible right at this moment, don't worry. I'm going to read the verses for you as well. Let us center ourselves first with a word of prayer. Holy and gracious God, through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, you set us free from fear, from worry. Help us to, to trust in your grace and in your mercy each day. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, what does it mean to be free? We often, we describe the country, you know, that we live in, the U.S., we, we say it's a free country. But what do we mean by that? I mean, how, if you thought about it, how would you define freedom? Well, if you, you know, search for a definition on Google for freedom, one way you'll uh, hear it defined is that freedom means having the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint, and the absence of a despotic government. That's the definition. But having that power or right to act, to speak, or to think, does that mean that everything is a free-for-all? That I'm free to do as, you know, whatever I please, wherever I please? Well, according to Paul, that's not really the case. So once again, this is uh, from the letter to the Galatians, the fifth chapter, verses 13 and 14, where Paul writes, For you are called to freedom, my siblings. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become servants to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I think Paul understood. I mean, freedom is a tempting thing. Right? It could easily be used to serve oneself. But for Paul, you know, one's freedom, it shouldn't be self-serving. What Paul is describing is that, that we have been set free from our fear, our worry, our anxiety about our relationship with God. We're set free from those so that we can be set free for living in a life-giving relationship with our neighbors. Something that Henry Nouwen describes is he writes, Freedom belongs to the core of the spiritual life. Not just the freedom that releases us from forces that want to oppress us, but the freedom also to forgive others, to serve them, and to form a new bond of fellowship with them. In short, the freedom to love and to work for a free world. You know, Martin Luther stated it, that by faith alone, God sets us utterly, completely free in Christ. We are Lord of all, subject to none, yet love binds us as an utterly dutiful servant to the neighbors, subject to everyone. We are at once utterly free in faith and a servant to all in works of love. Now well, that's, that's the freedom that God shares with us in Jesus. It's the freedom that God reveals to us in and through Jesus' own life, death, and resurrection. That's the freedom God gifts us with through Jesus. 
And so how can you put that into practice? How can you, you know, put into practice this freedom of yours? Right? This freedom to love and to serve others. Well, thank you once again for taking the time to, uh, to be with me here today. Let's close with a word of prayer. God of steadfast love, you are abounding in grace and in mercy for all the world. And through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, you set us free from our, our need to be concerned about whether you care about us. We know that you do. Help us, Lord, to trust deeply in your promise of grace, that it would inspire and compel us to be bearers of your love in this world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again, everyone, for, for being here today. I hope you have a great rest of your week. God bless you all. Thank you.